Uh, this is In the Vineyard series with Francois Labbé. Uh, take one. Hey, and welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. I'm your host, Christopher Chan. We are in the vineyard here in Seattle today. Uh, this is the Burgundy tasting. The Vans de Bourgogne are here uh, presenting themselves to a great audience of sommeliers, uh, wine directors, and wine aficionados. And I have the pleasure of speaking today with Mr. Francois Labbé, who is also the spokesperson for the uh, Bureau of Burgundy Wines and also a wine producer and wine grower in Burgundy. Uh, Francois, welcome to Happy Hour. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you. Yes, we are happy to be, to be in Seattle. Um, I mean, not only because the city is beautiful and not only because it, it is, uh, uh, I mean, the Washington state is a great state for producing wine, but also to show to persons who may not have the ability of coming to Burgundy often uh, the good side of the last uh, vintages, but, you know, both colors, uh, white Chardonnay, of course, uh, birthplace Burgundy, and Pinot Noir for, for the reds. Well, this is really a fantastic tasting, considering you've got 25 producers here or something like that, and an opportunity to taste wines from Chablis, Cote de Nuit, Cote de Bone, and uh, Chalonnais, and uh, Maconnais. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, Burgundy is a very small spot on the map of, of vineyards in the world. You know, Burgundy represents only 3% of the vineyards in France only. Uh, but the reputation is certainly not uh, it's very low. A low, small place with a big level. name. Yes, a small place <laughs> with big names, big names for uh, 2,000 years. You know, and in fact, we know, we know, we know that uh, uh, the old guys uh, around uh, Christ were already producing uh, or growing grapes, producing wine. I don't know, maybe a beverage that looked like <laughs> wine. But uh, now, today, today, yes, we are uh, we are extremely uh, uh, concerned with uh, with the quality of what we produce. Um, even even if uh, we cannot expand uh, the, the the surface, you know that's uh, that's a major situation. Uh, we suffer of two, three, four lower crop in volume due to mostly climatic accident like uh, late frost or like hail uh, in the whole region, and uh, so I feel very. Uh, Courageux, courageous that. Uh, courageux, yeah. Courageous, courageous yes. Uh, yeah, that those uh, the, the, the participants to those uh, to this uh, small tour uh, have been have, have come to show their uh, their last vintage because sellers uh, uh, are pretty empty at the moment. Really, in Burgundy because of yes. the crop, the harvest. Because of the four small crops, yes. So let me set the stage here. We're speaking of the the region of Burgundy, which is. Uh, what, 200 kilometers from Paris? Uh, no, no, Chablis, Chablis is, 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 is a little closer. Chablis is uh, uh, 100 miles south of Paris, uh, so 100 miles north of Beaune, which is the center of Burgundy. And then uh, the Maconnais, the southern, region, the southern um, uh, limit 
which is uh, Macon, the Maconnais is uh, 50, 60 miles south of, south of Bonn. And so what's interesting about Burgundy is that it's, it's five different regions. Indeed. And uh, you are the spokesperson for the marketing arm of all of Burgundy, correct? Yes, but Burgundy, it's, it's five different regions, but, but very small. You know, we produce, uh, uh, we produce uh, ten times less wine than the Bordeaux region. Oh, well, the Bordelais, yes, you know. they have 20 million uh, gallons. And, um, so, as a grower and a producer, how much... How does that translate for you? You can speak from the heart when you are actually being a spokesperson for the Bureau de Institut de Van de Bourgogne. What's the BIBB stand for again? Well, the BIBB is Bureau Interprofessionnel de Van de Bourgogne. So uh, the BIBB is, is the arm of the Burgundy uh, wines in, in general. It is uh, half growers, half shippers. Um, and the Burgundy wine board lives on uh, uh, cotisation taxes that everyone mm. pays on, on his production. So we so grapes and wine, grapes and wine. Yes, yeah. abs- abs- absolutely. And um, uh, we try to spend uh, this money as well as possible. Uh, certainly. In our key markets, and the U.S. are part of our key markets, very steady. Uh, number one, in fact, for for for, for really? is Burgundy wines. Yes, yes, yes. We, you know, uh, uh, America's Co- number one finally. <laughs> no, 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 not finally. It's number one. Period. That's uh, for us. It's uh, we have a strong old relationship with the with uh, with the U.S. when it comes to uh, to wine. Uh, look at um, the the number of, of uh, American producers that use uh, our good grapes, yes. our good varietals, you know. Uh, uh, but um, uh, despite uh, despite despite the fact that um, certainly we, we do suffer of small uh, crop. Uh, one very important point is that Burgundy wines have never been better than in the past years. And uh, and the 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 the, the face um, very high uh, demand uh, all around the world, uh, not only from our old traditional uh, country customers like here or like Scandinavia, but of course uh, with some uh, newcomers uh, in mainly in Southeast uh, Asia. If, if Burgundy was to provide a message for America, what is that message going to be? Is it uh, tradition? Is it uh, classic? Is it um, terroir? When we, is it producer? What's, what is the face of Burgundy? We have always uh, promoted uh, the, the, the soils where the, 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 the wines come from, you know. And um, this is uh, obviously... Uh, the most important thing. Uh, hopefully next year uh, the, the, the heart of the Burgundy region will be uh, added to the uh, World Heritage, mm. uh, you know, UNESCO World Heritage. So it's a, it will be a big reward um, for, for the Burgundy uh, land uh, owners and, and producers because it is a recognition of the diversity of our soils. So uh, the message I can send uh, 
uh, to our friends uh, over here in, in, uh, in, in the US is that uh, through Burgundy wines they will find uh, excellence uh, and elegance. You know, we never forget, we never forget that our wines are matching perfectly well with, with food and in fact they are the result of a perfect combination of soil, varietal and climate which is not found anywhere else around the world. Because we've been growing grapes, we, I say we, Burgundy has had the, uh, the history of 2,000 years with the Romans and the Cistercian monks mm. and uh, the opportunity to look back. Was there a, in the last 50 years, and you seem to have been, have some history in Burgundy, what were those watermark years? Was it the 70s where quality became paramount? Was it the 80s where negotiants became most important? Was it the 90s when the critics became important? Give us some of the history and, and how Burgundy has become more recognized as the elegant area for wine versus the uh, and excellence as well. I think that um, uh, Burgundians are not afraid of competition. And um, certainly competition in every case and any case help to the competitor to become better and better. And um, of course we have been, our wines have been compared to the better uh, Pinot Noir and Chardonnay produce uh, in, outside of the country. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have always looked at this competition very seriously. Um, one major thing as is making that, uh, as I said earlier, our wines are really uh, better and better. It is that there is a, obviously a change in climate. And, uh, you know, we are in northern region. We are, uh, we are between the 40, around the 47th north parallel, which is quite north. Um, evidently, uh, a perfect ripeness of the fruit is now the thing that we can see uh, every year since probably the year 2000. Before, evidently we had to suffer for, with, with different um, climate... Uh, sure. Year. Frost, hail. Yes, frost, hail. Storms, uh, rain. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I don't know that our uh, listeners understand where Burgundy is. Burgundy is continental climate, so you're, you get great warmth during the summer times, but you are prone to having cool uh, months in the spring where a frost can happen and, and damage the vines because the cycle of the vine is very important to have. Um, it's like a baby's life. You want everything to be perfect for that first year. So as a grower, it, has your family been a, a traditional grower there for years? And, and how did that come about for you to join the family? Oh, it was not difficult to follow the steps of the, of the ancestors. Uh, and, and I can say that it's a, it's a huge pleasure to, and, and a great luck, huge pleasure to work in the family uh, vineyards and, 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 and big luck to be where, where, where I am. Um, my family goes back, uh, in, the, in the wine goes back to uh, a year that you may know well, which is 1492. Uh, oh, yeah, the yes, 1492, um, when, when my um, ancestor registered their coat of arms 
uh, not exactly in Burgundy, in Franche-Comté, which is a, which is a couple uh, a couple miles east. But um, uh, my ancestors built uh, the uh, Chateau de la Tour in Clojure, uh, where 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 we are now, and. Uh, uh, I can say that we really, we growers in Burgundy, we really have our roots deep in the, in the vineyards, you know, and we are very attentive to the protection of our soils, to uh, a very sustainable viticulture. I'm speaking with uh, Francois Labbé, uh, owner, grower, vigneron of Chateau de la, de la Tour of Clovigeau, um here in on Happy Hour Radio for our In the Vineyard series. Um, and as a producer, how many wines have you made throughout the years? And how do you approach each vintage? Is it that you want to take the most of that vineyard or you want to take the most of its potential? Or how do you approach a, a vintage? Um, well, I started. My first vintage was 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 a, a difficult vintage, 1984, which uh, mm. has not stayed long in memories. <laughs> no yeah, one's talked about that one. Ab- absolutely, it happens, um, and probably it, it is good to start with something difficult. Um, so now, with a little, I have some ex- some experience. Um, I can say that in a glass. I mean, I mean, in, yeah, in a glass of wine. Uh, 80% of the quality of this wine comes from the viticulture, which is the way you cultivate your vineyard. Very, very important, because without bad, good fruits, you cannot make good wines. And then, then obviously, the 20% left are 10% for winemaking, 10% for aging. And when it comes to winemaking, um, good sense prevail. <laughs> And a little experience also. No, I mean that it's a bit like grand cuisine, you know. Uh, mm. if, you have, if you have the perfect ing- ingredients, you have everything to, make a, 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 to, to cook a great dish. Same thing here. So no, what is important is not to abuse of nature. Let nature do its work. Once you have selected the fruit, you have picked them by hand, sorted them, after that, it's really, it's really you, nature that has to be uh, uh, driven, helped, but uh, certainly without any computer. Certainly with a lot of tasting, certainly with a lot of reflection, and some physical work also when it comes to punching for, for, for red wine. And what's interesting about uh, Burgundy is that it's, it's so family-oriented. Obviously, you're talking about your history of 1492. Um, do you have children? Is there a, a secession plan for the family <laughs> business to continue? It, it would be bad not, not, if, if this would not happen. Yes, yes, I have, uh, I have uh, three, three kids, and hopefully... Uh, uh, minimum one will will come and join me, but the three the three of them are are welcome. For the moment, um, it's good that they that they look uh, at another life around the world to see that uh, to see how 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 it is outside of our walls. Because sure. you know, it's uh, this is important. Um, no, we 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 have a strong reflection when when it comes to uh, to maintain the vineyards. Uh, you know, when you plant a vine, 
it's not to take it off the, the year after. When you plant a vine, mm-hmm. it's going to last 50 or 60 or more years. In, in my vineyards of, of Club Ujot, I have a plot that has been planted in 1910, so over 100 years, and that still produces fantastic grapes that make fantastic wine. So um, we are uh, in the mood of uh, I hurry slowly. <laughs> I hurry slowly. Uh, sage advice for a winemaker in Burgundy. And looking ahead, if we could say, um, being the spokesperson for the uh, Interprofessionnel de Vans de Bourgogne, what would you like new Americans, how, how would you share with them how to embrace Burgundy? Again, the, the, the wines we, we produce now in Burgundy, whatever the color, uh, are really wines full of uh, savor, savor, balance, and uh, uh, evidently there's a big difference between a Grand Cru that, is, that has in its guts the, 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 the possibility of long aging, and a, a, a regional wine like a, like a Bourgogne Red AOC or a Bourgogne Blanc that is probably, uh, um, that will probably drinkable much, much earlier. Uh, there's a wine for every occasion in Burgundy, you know. Uh, but I really insist on the fact that uh, uh, distinction elegance and balance are the, 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 the main words when it comes to, to, to Burgundy. Well, this is fantastic because, I, like I mentioned in our pre-interview here, I was telling you about the story of being in Burgundy in 1985, and that was my first trip to France and falling in love with the French food, the wine, and the girls, of course. But uh, it's great to hear, you're right, distinction, elegance, a wine for every taste, every palate, every moment, but it's, it's very elegant, and um, that's why we're thrilled to have uh, the BIVB here sharing the wines with us and um, promoting uh, the fantastic terroir and elegance and excellence of winemaking here in Seattle. So, uh, Monsieur Francois Labbé, merci beaucoup uh, for joining me today on Happy Hour Radio. Thank you, Christopher, and uh, I can say that to, to, to the persons who listen to us that, uh, of course, Burgundy is also a, a warm place. Uh, we, we have an open art and, uh, and we, have, we have a really beautiful, beautiful region to, to, to visit. The most amazing small towns in the world. I can't believe it. You only see those in war movies here in the United States. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Well, uh, bon voyage and merci. Merci, merci Christopher.